up something. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it No Deanna, speak that shit that everybody voucher Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant I study millionaires cause I was born a visionary You still believe in limitations, why you acting scary? You can't distract me from the paper, I've been chasing greatness I'm stacking now and balling later, in the conversation We strategizing, monetizing, piling up investments And sacrificing temporary sh for bigger blessings Yeah, a tapped in boss mind state I multiply my grind rate and I match the way I vibrate Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million if you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it No Deanna, speak that sh** that everybody voucher Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. I'm your host, Xavier, sitting here with my co-host, D. What's up, everybody? And today, we have a, uh, another another special episode. I'm pretty sure y'all familiar with this guy. If you're a friend of Millionaire Mindsets, you know who this guest is. He's a uh, fan favorite at this point. It's like he's a... Um, <laughs> He's like a special uh, a host, an alternate host at this point, because he always Pretty comes. Much. <laughs> <laughs> right, D? Right? Pretty and, uh, much. And I'm talking about my guy, Brandon. Y'all know who he is, a real estate mogul, business mogul in general, man. He's doing a lot of wonderful things. And welcome back to the show, bro. You know, we, we this the, what's this, the third? What's this? What, wait, what's this? This is number four. This is yeah. the fourth time. Yeah, yeah. You for sure, you are, you are, you are an alternate <laughs> host at this point. So welcome yeah, back. I appreciate y'all for having me on again. <laughs> uh, I, I actually requested this one uh, because I, I wanted to get y'all. So y'all know I don't do much marketing, mm -hmm. uh, but I'm working on something special to me, um, and I wanted to make sure people got out uh, and you know looked into it because it's something that everybody could use, especially mm -hmm. right now. That's, that's 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 facts. Let's get right into it. So, uh, military. So, for the folks that's not familiar with it, this, might be their first time hearing of it. Let's just uh, uh, get help people get an understanding on what is military. Okay, so military has it's it's going to be a brand. Um, I got a few subsidiaries right now. Um, there's the real uh, the real estate portion which is basically a community where um, we're providing resources, information, posting deals, um, crowdfunded to buy those deals, um, and just you know getting people to be better real estate investors than what we've seen. Because a lot of people get money, they buy houses, and they don't know what they're doing. And it's, it's, it's not good for the economy. Um, and I've realized it. And so, you know, uh, if you know anything about me, if I see a problem, I'm going to try to solve it. Uh, and so that's the real estate portion. And then uh, the one that I mainly wanted to touch on now was uh, military therapy. Um, and that's a mental health initiative that I came up with um, about a year ago. 
where um, there's support groups. Um, I pay a therapist to do support groups every week. Um, I sponsor um, free therapy sessions, one-on-one sessions for people with the therapist of their choice. Um, and I just had the app developed. Um, it should be launching. Uh, I, I wanted to launch it tomorrow, but uh, I've been dealing with some health issues, so we're going to uh, push it back until next month. Uh, and so there's going to be, um, you can go the app. So you'll go in the app and there's rooms where you can join these different support groups. Um, there's a move chart where you can go in and like push a move for the day. You got a journal entry section that only you can see. It's not shared nowhere. Uh, and then like, um, I'm gonna have different therapists come in and do their support groups, um, and it's all free. Um, this is coming out of my pocket, just something that I wanted to do, um, mostly because. So, funny story. Uh, I tweeted one day that everybody should go to counseling at least once a month, and I had a bunch of people. Um, like the tweet kind of went viral. And a bunch of people were like, oh, you must gonna pay for it, or blah, blah, blah. I, I ain't got this money or whatever. <laughs> and um, I kind of held on to it, like kind of, you know, it kind of stuck with me. So after COVID hit, um, I realized even more that people were not taking care of their mental health. Uh, people were coming to the realization that they had to deal with the stuff that they had going on now because um, you, you got more time to, you know, face the music or whatever, or look in the mirror. And um, I saw somebody tweet about uh, EPA, which is employment. Uh, it's basically, um, so your employer gives you um, therapy for free, or, mm -hmm. you know, a certain amount of sections or whatever. Um, and I was like, I got... You know, I got, I, I've done some good in the world uh, financially. So let me, you know, let me try to help out or whatever. And so I got with uh, this therapist named Nicole down in Mississippi. And uh, we set it up to where I pay her every week and she gets on every week. And uh, what she does is she hosts the support groups because I'm not, I'm not licensed. So I, I can't do anything like that. Um, and then once a month, what I do is I'll find somebody in the group and sponsor them for a month worth of uh, free therapy. And that's been going since like last July, I believe. Um, so almost a year now. Um, people, people really like it. I've heard some good things, um, some good feedback from it. Um, and this one of it's it's my passion project. Um, this was this is what I believe. I was put on earth to do the real estate cool the, you know the business stuff is cool but this is what um this is like my this is what i'm supposed to do this is my purpose um and to find that you know shortly before i turned 30 years old it's amazing because a lot of people don't um and so yeah that's military therapy mm. Wow. And um, I got some more tricks up my sleeve. Um, military transportation going to be coming soon. Um, basically, what I'm going to do is, with that is 
take, um, I got connections to farmers, uh, local farmers, um, African-American farmers. Um, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna have truckers uh, pick up food from the farms and deliver it to local grocery stores. Uh, starting, I started in Memphis. I did a couple of loads in Memphis. Um, I want to do some in Dallas and uh, in Atlanta as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, those are the three that I'm already like I act, I'm actively working on. But this is probably going to be some more stuff coming coming up. Coming up. <laughs> Man, that's you want to say something? Yeah, I was gonna say like I love everything you're doing with military. Like it's definitely needed because a lot of people out there, like you said, it's either that fear of going to therapy or just not having either I understanding of it or the financial um, means to pay for it. But I wanted right. to ask you this, like taking it back a little, were you always comfortable with the idea of therapy, or was there a turning point in your life that made you more receptive to the idea of it? Um, I was not always comfortable with it. Um, so the first time I actually went to any kind of therapy, I was in fifth grade and I had to go because um, I kept getting into fights and I took a um, one of those heavy ass dog chains to school and I beat somebody with it. Um, and so they would either like, you gotta go to therapy or you're gonna get kicked out of school. <laughs> Uh, and so I went to anger management for maybe two years for that, but it didn't do nothing for me. Like it was, it was, I was in a room with um, other people who was around my age, but they were in there for like sexual stuff and like, all kind of weird stuff. And it's like, it's a group and it's an all white man. And uh, this is probably going to tell my age, but we were sitting there watching Antoine Fisher like twice a month out of the <laughs> one time we were supposed to be there. And I was like, this, you know, it didn't do nothing for me. Um, and so um, I went back to therapy in 2017. I didn't tell nobody because um, I felt like, you know, we, as me, especially as men, uh, we're trying to just deal with it or, you know, work through your problems or whatever. Um, so I was ashamed to tell anybody. Um, and I went for probably two years before I said something. Um, but I got went through maybe three to four therapists before I found the one that I've been with since early 2018. Um, and she's amazing. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's, I think, because like you said, a lot, especially when it comes to men, we talk to like, you know, just deal with our problems and therapy is something that's particularly coming up in the black community. It's something that's kind of like, you found out, I remember being being younger, you found out somebody going to therapy. It's looked at like, damn, what's wrong with you? crazy. You're right. Yeah. No, for real. It's really how it looked at like, man, he crazy. Stay away from him. So like, I like the, now like the stigma is kind of changing and it's kind of like right. encouraged now because people go through stuff and it's, and I feel like, especially this is a point of conversation with entrepreneurs, a lot of times people like are grinding themselves away thinking about, thinking how like money or success yeah. can cover up and fix that. But and most of the time, I don't really think that's the case. Like, what you think? It is definitely not the case. And this is like, uh, I think a lot of people think that money does equal happiness and it don't. Like, it, it can afford you nice things. It can make your, you know, your day to day better. But if you're not a happy person, like I'm not naturally a happy person. I've never been, I, I don't know how to be a naturally happy person. But um, therapy helps me with, you know, keeping a balance to where 
I don't just, you know, go off myself or something. Um, <laughs> but as an entrepreneur, it's, it, it gets a lot, it's a, it's a whole different level because as an entrepreneur, you go through phases where you're losing people that, you know, that, that don't want to grow at the pace that you're growing. Um, and then when you start making money, you're running into people who don't mean you no good and, you know, trying to take advantage of you. Then you get to a point where, like we are now, where we got money or whatever, where we try to help people. Um, but there's people who just can't be helped or just don't want to be helped. And even when we try, it, that takes a toll on us. Um, because we want, we genuinely want to help people. Um, and it's a lot, like it's, and even just like you said, grinding, like the whole grind. Um, you can't grind yourself out of depression. You can't grind yourself into a, into a better, a better uh, mental state. Like that takes, that takes some, some working on, on your mind, not, you know, your finances. Um, and I've, I've learned that a lot over the past couple of years uh, because I think a big part of why I worked so much from 2014, 2013 to 2020 was because I was running from myself. Mm. Uh, and so now that I slowed down and I'm dealing with, you know, everything that came with um, what I was doing previously or whatever, um, it's hard. It's, it's, it's very challenging, but um, I think every day that I get through it is a day that I can feel accomplished. All right. You, you want to say something? Yeah, I was just going to say something you said earlier is that you said in the two years that you were going, you went to three to four different therapists. And I want to highlight that because when you initially start going to therapy, you may, you may just go with a therapist you found online or maybe a recommendation you got from someone else, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be the right fit. And I think we all need to understand, like, just because the therapist isn't the right fit doesn't mean therapy in general isn't, you know, going to work for you. So right. for you, like, how did you end up finding that right one for you and not letting it discourage you from the therapy process as a whole? Um, so... One of the things about me is I like a challenge. I like to challenge myself. Um, that's, that's never been an issue for me. Uh, when it came to therapy, um, so when I, the first one tried to get me um, instituted, like he wanted to get me <laughs> locked away or whatever. And I was mm -hmm. like, no, this, you know, stop going to him. Um, and like the other two. So therapy is like, Finding the right therapy is like dating or trying to find, you know, find your soulmate. Um, you're going to have to go, you have to learn each other, learn, learn um, about each other, you know, communicate, uh, learn how to communicate effectively because a lot of people go to therapy, especially people who grew up, how I grew up, they would go to therapy and lie because they feel like it's certain shit we can't, you know, we can't, we can't tell nobody. All right. Um, and that's not the case. Like you have, you know, as long as you're not um, hurting yourself or actively hurting anybody, you know, you're good. Um, so, like I said, it's like they, you got to find 
find out who works with you or works for, you know, the type of therapy that you need. Um, I had a lot of trauma. Um, today, to actually why I wanted to do the podcast on today and launch the app today is because 16 years ago, um, I was shot in my chest and my brother was shot twice in the chest and one in the head and he died in my arms. And I wanted to launch the app today to, you know, commemorate um, him and celebrate me, you know, surviving or whatever. Uh, but, you know, the app didn't get done, but I'm still going to do this podcast. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, we thank uh, you for being rest in peace, JT. But yeah, um, oh. um, like therapy, like therapy is, it's refreshing once you find the right therapist. Is it, 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 I kind of, I get choked up talking about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like, it, it, it's amazing. I, I, I wouldn't change it for the world. Man, this, this, this is a real uh, powerful conversation. Something you mentioned earlier, you talked about another part of this. You talked about how you found your purpose, how you like finally found your purpose. And I know a lot of people, like, cause I talk to a lot of people privately that'll be doing like great things personally in business. And they still feel like, like when you talk to them privately, they'll tell you things that the public might not know. They might still express the fact that they still not that happy because they don't feel like they live in their purpose. Even though they have mm. money, they have money and nice cars and stuff like that. They still feel like, man, I'm not, I feel like I could be doing something else. So my question right. to you is like, how does someone, how can someone find their purpose? Like what's the path to that? I wish it was a cookie cutter answer I can give you. But honestly, it's not. Um, I will say just like just like finding out what lane in entrepreneurship you want to take, it, it takes trial and error. Um, my lead, I guess, was I know I like helping people. Um, I've always, like, even as a kid, I was always helping other people. I used to bully the bullies. Like, that was... <laughs> That was me. I was always big. I was quiet. So, you know, when people would bully other people, I'm the, the guy that would come and, you know, rough them up, like chill. Um, and I talked about it. I talk about that often. And like my emails, they go out. Um, how I used to be, like, I used to be real violent. Like, if, if you go to the neighborhood I grew up in, there's a lot of stories. Uh, but it all came from me wanting to help other people. Like I didn't, I, I stayed to myself. I wasn't kidding and in trouble. Um, my whole thing was, I, you know, I seen somebody in distress and I was like, oh, they, you know, they bullshit. Let me go handle this or whatever. Um, and so it went from that to when I got out the military, uh, I didn't know which way was up. I was depressed as hell. Um, and you know, a lot of people get out the military after doing a little time and they're like, oh, I'm glad I'm out or whatever. Mm -hmm. But my goal was to go to the CIA when I got out. Mm -hmm. I wanted to do my 20 and go to the CIA. Um, but when they didn't work out, I was depressed as hell. Uh, and so, like, I'm pretty sure if you heard, any, heard me on any other episode, uh, my brother got me into real estate. Um, and that was another way to help people um, I got really good at stocks and started helping people in the stock market. The reason why I do private equity now is because I want to help other people grow their businesses. Like that's 
that's my main motivator, not necessarily the money. Uh, I have enough money to live off of. I'm good at the department. I want to help other people grow their, their companies. Um, if it, you know, if it's a good company, a lot of people just got hobbies, and that's a subject for another day. <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh, I went from that to um, this oil last year. Like I said, I seen the avenue that I needed to help people in. I had the finances to do it. I had the resources, and it was like this is like this is it. And once I started doing, like I didn't do it to. It wasn't my intention to do this for the rest of or however long I'm going to do it. I plan on doing it for the rest of my life. But this wasn't my intention. Um, I didn't set out with a goal to do this forever. Um, but when I started, like, I fell in love with it instantly. And, like, the the feedback and people thanking me for, you know, doing it or whatever um, made me realize, like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, it's better than... I get a lot of feedback from people, me helping people in the stock market or real estate or whatever, helping them with their money. But it's something different when you're actually helping people change their lives mentally. Mm. Yeah, I, I could see that. Because that's, I mean, like I, like we just said, you can have all the money, but up if you if it ain't right up here, it's gonna it's gonna be Man. life still gonna be difficult. Yep. I talk I've been talking to a couple people in the uh entrepreneur space recently that are um going through it mentally like they got the money they got they got the cars they got the you know the lifestyle that they want but it's, it's something out there um and i was i was that way so i know how i feel i know like like i said i can't find your cookie cutter answer to get right. you about how to find your purpose but i know you got to keep trying mm. just keep keep on living keep trying you want to say something deep? you can go ahead yeah i was gonna say like because this whole this this conversation alone, this is a real deep conversation. Like we said, and just not even from people that's winning in life, people that's not winning in life, they feel like they can't get on the right path just because they don't know what they're doing. They feel like they're wasting their time. Like the whole, like that's why I'm so glad. Like this whole um, topic is so, it's so it's it's encouraged now. It's like sure. it's, especially the past couple of years, it's been way more encouraged than previously. And a lot of people was getting the um. The help that they need. That's why I'm so glad you're doing what you're doing with military, because that's free. It's gonna help a lot of people. Like therapy, especially if you want to find a good therapist. I know it's not affordable for a lot of people. So some people mm -hmm. just be out here can't get the help because they can't afford it. So you got platforms right. like um with military. So I want to ask you. So with so if somebody signs up with military, like how would that work for them? Will it be like a one on one thing, a group thing? So if you uh, download the app, um, it's not available yet. Um, but when it's out, if you download the app, um, you'll see where um, there's a, the, the very first thing you'll say, welcome to Ability at the you didn't have your name. And immediately up under there, have like a mood chart. So you can pick out your mood for the day and submit it. And um, once you do that for a couple of days, it'll show like a, a graph, a chart graph um, of your move on either up or down or whatever. Uh, and then right up under it, there's like posts of the day, um, therapy or mental health related. Uh, then there's like a section for rooms. Um, and 
the top one would be like the uh, the 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 next event, the very next event. Um, but at the very bottom, you can click on like the little room icon, and it'll be five rooms uh, where five different meetings can go, uh, support groups or whatever going on. Um, can you know you can join those rooms, and then outside of that, uh, there's another icon for the journal where you can a lot of people don't write but a lot of people are in their phones all day so you can go in your phone and type in your journal and it's you know just for you and god or whoever um and um so that's that right now there's some updates i'm doing where um i eventually have a directory of therapists so you can go in and book a uh, book a consultation or their position a one-on-one. Um, there will be giveaways that I do um, and some other stuff I got on my sleeves. But for right now, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that people can get some. Oh, there's a, uh, a tab for resources. So you can have, like you can go on the resource tab and find something that'll help you get cheaper uh, therapy. Mm. Oh, that's dope. that's dope. And it's sectioned out. So if you like, if you, let's say, if you LGBT uh, or if you're looking for, you know, African-American therapists or, you know, whatever uh, you're looking for, it's sectioned out for military, uh, whatever. Oh, that's, man, that's major right there. Go ahead, D. I see you want to say something. Yeah, I was going to say for someone who may be kind of on the fence about doing a support group just out of fear of sharing like such a personal side with like strangers what advice or what would you say to make them feel comfortable coming into that space i mean and listen i'm like the support groups that we've been doing since july we are very open i make sure that the therapists make um make people feel comfortable um, you don't have to, like, if you don't want to talk, you don't have to talk, uh, but come in and listen. And I feel like once you listen to how other people open up and how some of this stuff may relate to you and you can relate to it, you'll eventually come around. Mm-hmm. And then once you come around to doing the support, it's a lot easier to uh, push you into getting a one-on-one help. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I was going to say, like, listening, like, even though it may seem simple, that actually does a lot, because I know a lot of times you just need to hear other people's stories or see how they overcame certain things to really give you that confidence to do it on your own, too. Right. Mm, that's real. Will it be a uh, age limit? Um, it's not an age. There's not an age limit. Um, but I, we, uh, I'm working with uh, a therapist in... I think he's in Chicago um, for a kids section, a kids only section, because I do realize that um, even with some of the shit that I've been through as a kid, that you shouldn't wait until you're 27 to start trying to go deal with some of the trauma that you've been through. Um, The quicker you can work through it, the better off you'll be in the long run. Mm. Yeah, I I agree with that. And like, do you think like just from a um like a, a business perspective, do you think like uh, this is like I'm trying to think of how to ask this question to make it sound sound right. Do you think 
after you address those issues, do you think it will make you uh, a, a better business person, if that makes sense? Um, absolutely. It'll make you a better person in general. And mm. I'm, I'm a firm believer in the better person you are, the more, the better you'll be in business. Um, and even if you feel like, like um, you're a good person, but your business is, isn't taking off, they have business therapists. Like they're, they have sectors for that. Um, you can go talk to somebody. Um, so yeah, it'll definitely help you in your in your business. I like that uh, you brought that up too because I think one one thing I could definitely think of for a lot of entrepreneurs, they kind of self sabotage, and yeah. a lot of them may not understand what where those mental barriers stem from, and that right. could stem from like your childhood, your past, any like uh -huh. events in your life, but definitely getting therapy to release you of those mental barriers so that you can overcome whatever fears or whatever's holding you back so that you can actually right. thrive in your business. Yeah. I think a lot of entrepreneurs suffer from imposter syndrome and I don't want to, you know, diagnose anybody, but either that or not being supported enough as a child. And mm. they may still fearful of trying new things because they don't know how to go. Or either, you know, just um, a lot of people um, were, they had an unstable childhood. So they they need some control over whatever they can now. That's it. If you try to control 100% of your business, you'll probably never grow. You got to see chances. Mm. That's real right there. And that's... Uh... That's real, because I know me growing up, like, my parents, they was, like, real, they was, like, real disciplinarians, but they wasn't, like, the stuff I wanted to do, they wasn't, like, super supportive of the stuff, so when I got older, I used to be, like, I used to be, like, fearful of doing some things just because, I, yeah, so that definitely, that's real, that's real, like, your childhood, I think people don't really realize a lot of times, like, how how much your childhood plays a part into the stuff you do as an adult. Man, I want everybody who's listening to this to get on YouTube and look up epigenetics um, and look up Dr. Bruce Lipton. Mm -hmm. um, he's, epigenetics is called the science of belief. Um, and basically there's a quote that says, give me a child for seven years and I'll tell you who you're being throughout his life. Mm -hmm. And basically what that means is your first seven years of life is basically what you're going to learn to become who you are. Um, but on the flip side of the epigenetics helps you recode in a way that DNA so you can break those barriers. Yeah, I, I know I used to watch a lot of uh, Bruce Lipton videos where he talked, I know he talked about programming a lot and systems you have uh -huh. in those first first seven years. And, I, and uh, another question I got, because I know a lot of people, like I talked to a lot of people and they really, really, really struggle with like breaking habits, like their bad habits. They're like, I don't know what's wrong with them. Like, I can't. Like, I want to get on the right path. I can't do this. I don't know right. why. And I and every time I have a conversation with somebody telling me that, I think of Bruce Lipton because I know in this video he talked about how you could try to tell yourself mantras all the time, but when you if you got those programs set into you, it takes a a real deep, a real hard cycle of the reprogram that uh -huh. has to take place. So I, that's that's another uh, dope. What you what you think about that? Uh, definitely. Like if he, I mean, what he said. Uh basically is what I did um, around 2013. 
Um, when I got a hold of the book uh, Power Habit by um, Charles Duhigg. I got it right here. So I <laughs> can't see it. That is my favorite book of all time. That book literally changed my life. Um, and I read the book because Stalito mentioned it in the song. <laughs> Those all just, I went about the book and read it. Uh, mm. And like the rest is history, is so they say. But uh, no, like changing your habits is not, it's not an easy thing, especially if you've been doing it um, your whole life. Uh, it's going to take some, it's going to take a lot of self-awareness to identify those cues, like what makes you do it um, and what you're looking to get out of it and then changing, you know, the way you go about getting that reward. Um, and that's basically like the programming. Yes. What do, what would you say to people? Because I know some people, they're in environments where it's not that, it's not enabling to what they want to do. They might have a terrible, the household might be terrible. Their immediate environment, the area they might be in might have terrible influences. So they might say, man, I cannot change my habits when everything around me is like in, in shambles. Like, what's your advice to that person? My advice would to be, I'm, I'm dangerously aware that most people who are in that position probably can't financially get out of it right. um, at the, you know, at the moment. My advice would to be go for a walk, just to clear your head and think about whatever you want to think about. Um, take a hop on a bus, just ride around the city. Um, if you can afford to go sit in the library, just to, you know, get somewhere by yourself where your environment doesn't mean any goddamn thing to you at the moment. And just think about your goals, work on your goals. If you can do that, for I would say three to four hours a week, you'll be out of the, out of the hood or you know out of that mental state where uh, you feel like everything around you impacts you. Uh, it does, but I have what they call um, an internal locus of control. So I believe strongly in myself and that I have the power or control of my life. Um, that doesn't make, that's not saying I don't believe in a higher power or whatever, but as far as my life, I have a lot of control of it. I don't blame or put everything on the environment that I came up in. Everybody's not like that. Um, and I'm, I'm aware that your environment does impact you, but it doesn't have to be permanent. Mm. Mm. I'll also add on to that. Something I did, especially when I went to boot camp, because, you know, like looking back, like I don't think boot camp is that big of a deal when I first arrived, like being separated from my family and the anxiety and all that it caused, it was very stressful for me those first few weeks. And I was able to create like a mental safe space in my head, like uh -huh. when I would be going through the day to day motions or exercising or getting yelled at, like I was able to mentally detach myself and just put myself in this safe space whether whatever I wanted to be whether I was with my family or if I was somewhere relaxed on the beach I always allowed my mind to travel there and I think people take for granted how powerful the mind is like you know you can you can you know be anywhere yeah as much as you want to and it's like that helped me get through those eight weeks I detached when I needed to I just started to let myself go through whatever I needed to go through as far as the motions and by the end of it I was fine I was just like, right. all right, like, and that's how I kind of do that. Like every day with certain things that stress me out, I just detach or like Xavier asked me like, what you thinking about? I can literally clear my mind and think about nothing. 
like I could just like nothing is going on up there and I'm relaxed as all can be. So that's something else I recommend. To be able to think about nothing is a superpower. That's a superpower. <laughs> I, I wish, I wish, I wish I knew how to do that. I wish I could do that. Yeah, right. it's, like, it's great. <laughs> that's why when she be telling me that, like, I used to think she was lying. I'm like, what? This it's impossible to think about nothing. She used to be like, how are you gonna tell me? I'm not thinking about anything. Like, <laughs> that's not possible. I, I thought it was impossible. So I'm no. like, man, I couldn't even do that if I tried. Like, I, you man. can do it. It takes a lot of practice, but you can do it. That's yeah. that's a superpower. Yeah, that's a superpower because that's a good thing. Like sometimes is is that could be beneficial to not think about anything. Because that's mm-hmm. at least stress, the things you worried about, even just things you super looking forward to. Sometimes you could just take it easy and just be in being, your own little world. Present. Yeah. yeah, being present. That's what that is, being present. So that's that's dope. Like, but like y'all said, the mind is a extremely, it's an extremely powerful thing that I think a lot of people like don't really tap into because we're not just too aware of the power that we have between our own ears so mm-hmm. that's yeah it's 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 extremely powerful i think the first the first step to getting out of a, a place that you're not that you don't like like diana said is just leave mentally because you can leave mentally yeah and it sounds like you know when you have a conversation like this it sounds like corny to a lot of people who's like you know leave mentally but i'm still you could say i leave mentally but i'm still in this effed up position but you know what i'm saying like some people might respond like that but it's like it's it's really real like you got to see yourself mm-hmm. outside of where you currently at. You gotta have a vision, first of all. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't don't nothing happen without uh some kind of vision. If you can't see just because you might be in the hood in the worst, in the worst of the worst, in the in the slums, don't mean you always gotta be there. You gotta see yourself out. That's the that's the first step, I think. And that's that's a part of I guess that's a part of mental health, right? Yeah, yeah. like if you wanna <laughs> achieve that, I would say also in addition to therapy, practicing meditation and doing yoga. Mm. I feel like if I had to attribute the way I can clear my mind and just really like just relax and not think about nothing is doing meditation and yoga. Cause it's just that sitting there and forcing yourself to just relax and calm down and just let go of all the stress that's like eating at you. That would be like my first recommendation is start there. Go ahead, you go ahead B. Uh, yeah, I have a friend who got me into, she's actually building a yoga, uh, a wellness brand. She got me into just doing breathing techniques and, mm-hmm. uh, because of my physical ailments, I can't do too much physical stuff, but, um, even just doing the breathing helps out a ton. Uh, yeah, breathing, yeah. just, just getting your breathing right. Mm. Mm, With yeah. the, uh, if you have an Apple Watch, is you can set a like a reminder on there to tell you to stop and take a breath, and yep. it's whether that's like a minute or so. But that wow. out throughout the day, it helps a lot. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. so can I hey, have Apple, but I might get an Apple. <laughs> hey, I'm saying monitors your heart rate. It tells you to stop and take a break, and I want to say like to take a moment and stand up and move yeah, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do that. But uh, B, I want to ask you because you said you said 2013 was uh. You said that's pretty much the point where you like change your life, right? You said 2013, 2017. 2013. So, like, because you know, they say scientifically, I think they say it's like 66 days. Some people say it's like 66 days to break a habit. Some people say 30. So, I just want to ask you from firsthand experience, like, how long, what was that process like? How long did it take you to know when you was like, okay, I'm, I'm a different person now? Like, how long was that? Um, 
I don't remember the exact amount of days, but I remember like literally when I read um, Power Habit, I was I, I was drinking a lot, um, and probably a week after that, I read that book. I started putting the money that I would use for liquor into Acorns. So I started oh. investing in stock market with that money. And I would say probably a month and a half after that, like I was doing it consistently uh, without, you know, without thinking about it or whatever. Mm -hmm. mm, that's, that's, uh, I mean, that's a, that's a, fair, that's, because you think, if you think about it like this, like, because the time will go, go by anyway. So whether if you take one month, two months, or three months to change your life, that's still a, a, a hell of a process. And you did it at a, at a fairly young age because just being real, I think, and this is just my opinion, I could be wrong on this, but I think most people never get to that point where they could change their habits. They let that, that trauma from the, from the youth stick with them for the rest mm -hmm. of their lives. Especially, particularly the older generation. When I talk to like older people, like around my parents' age and stuff like that, because their generation, it wasn't, it Ooh, wasn't. They were not going to therapy. Yeah, they were not going to therapy. It's not, it, man. What it's like it, that might sound crazy to some people now, but man, growing up, especially like within like the black church and stuff like that. I just got my mama to go to therapy three weeks ago. And did she like it for the first time? She loved it. Mm. That's crazy. And it, it happened because we had a conversation where, um, like, I probably told her late last year that I had been going to therapy or whatever. Uh, and we were having a conversation about some of the traumas that get passed down gener through generations or whatever. And she was like, do you feel like I'm a bad mother? And I was like, no, you, you passed on some of the stuff that was passed down to you. Um, and my therapist helped me realize it or whatever. Um, and so she was like, hmm, well, maybe um, maybe I should go to therapy or whatever. And I was like, hey, say, say no more. I will find, I will help you find a therapist. I will pay for it, whatever you want. Uh, we can go to therapy together. Um, but she ended up going and she she likes it. Man, I think, uh, I was, let me, I want to say something real quick. Mm -hmm. I think that's um, like a real, like wisdom on your part with because I think I see a lot of people right and they don't understand the part where their parents might have struggled with them just because but but that's how their parents was raised and they might just take that that anger and frustration out on their parents for the rest of their life so for you to understand like whatever problems I might have had with my mom if we had problems it's a lot of that comes from how she was raised and that comes from mm -hmm. how they was raised and it's a cycle so I mean, I say I say all this to say, like, I think it, it would be dope if a lot of people understood it about their parents instead of just having that anger. Because I know people that don't have no relationship with their parents right now just because of stuff that happened as a youth. But it's like they the, the same stuff could have happened to them. Like, I think yeah. if some people just have to be more understanding when it comes to things. But understand, I know understand this takes a, a, a level of strength. Uh, yeah, it takes a level of strength for real. Because you like if you go through a lot of stuff, it's like, man, F that. I'll never, yeah. I'll never be cool with them, forgive them, none of it. Yeah, I went, um, funny story. So I want to say 2018, I ran, I was, um, I had a bounce house and uh water slide business. And I was putting, <laughs> putting the, uh, putting the <laughs> <laughs> I was putting the bouncers in uh, storage or whatever. And 
this guy pulled up behind me. I'm in the middle of the store, so okay, no cars, so trucks get behind me, and I'm in a truck. So um, I step out the car. They step out the car. This is my dad. Like I hadn't seen this guy since I was uh, the last time I seen him. I was probably 13 when they tried to get me um, admitted into a psychiatric ward. But this is another story. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I say so. I seen him, and he was just like, "Can you move your truck?" That was it. Like he didn't say nothing else. So I moved my truck or whatever. Uh, he went around, uh, and like that was the last time I heard from him. So I said for my thirtieth birthday, which was this past November, I reached out to him. Like he's friends with my mom on Facebook, um, and I guess they talk. They you know they they have conversations or whatever. Um, and I remember him asking a while ago, like, why he don't hit me up. And for a long time, I was like, right. um, nigga, you the daddy. Why don't you, you live? I didn't leave you. Like, why you? Mm-hmm. Um, but for my 30th, I decided to reach out to him. Um, he never got back to me. Um, I'm, I, I, I kind of feel a way about it, yeah. um, to be honest. But what can I do? I tried. Um, I tried to make that relationship. If that's not, you know, that's not in the cars, it's not in the cars. Right. Um, but it kind of, because I got a child on the way, it made me realize, like, I cannot put my child in under no circumstance. Mm. And that, like, and that's something that takes a lot of strength with you even reaching out and being, I don't want to say being okay with him not responding, but just not, like, losing it with him not responding because right. you never like to say it could, another thing will understand it you never know what he could be doing going through either right so it's like it's 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 it like it sounds easy when we talk about understanding and, and forgiving people like that but i'll be right it ain't it ain't <laughs> it's not i ain't gonna i ain't gonna lie it's really not but it's like it, like i know some people sound corny when you talk about forgiveness they like man but it, it, it is a benefit to it, though. I'm not going to lie. Man, that man wished my mama a happy birthday the other day. And I was like, I know you seen. I know you seen. That. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but, you know, it, it wasn't nothing I could do. So, yeah, it ain't nothing. You know, maybe he just not ready. So right. Yeah. He just not ready to cross that bridge yet. Yeah. That, but this, like, it's so crazy. Like, um, like everything you've been through, Brandon, and to see where you still at today, like, that's like, that's that's like a miracle for real. Cause uh, like we know people. There's a lot of people that come up in similar situations, and they don't, yeah. they don't make it. They they might even be living today, or just mentally, they might just be like gone mentally. Like I know a lot of people that that they hit, like you know when you go up in certain environments. By the time you hit thirty, you like old because you've been through so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you've been through so much mentally. It's like man, you're not you're not like the average thirty year old. You like. You damn near 50, 60 in years for real, because you been through right. some bullshit. So just to see just just to see you make it through all that, that's man, that's a blessing. That's a miracle. Yeah, I have I have my days. <laughs> I believe. But for the most part, you know, I try to I try to hold together. Man, that's 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 real. Go ahead, D. I see you wanna say something. Yeah, sometimes I was gonna say earlier when you brought up that you um had your mom going to therapy as well. I wanted people to realize like, you know, talking to a stranger is super beneficial because like a lot of us don't realize it, but the people we confide in are typically like yes men to us. Like they don't either want to hurt our feelings 
or they honestly don't know better themselves and they're not in a position to challenge the things we may be saying, the decisions right. we're making, or to actually give us quality advice on how to handle certain things because they've never had anyone give them that advice. So I, I wanted to point that out, like actually talking to a therapist, someone who's unbiased and who can look at the bigger, bigger picture of your situation can really give you a lot of perspective. Yeah, that's right. That's that's when you talking some real stuff, B. So uh pretty much like going going back to uh military, is this something that you wanna do for like for, I wanna pretty much forever or you just... military is going to be alive as long as I am and mm. mostly live after. Mm. Oh yeah, that's 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 major right there, man. And that's it's especially the therapy part. Mm. Yeah, that's cause that's who man, this cause this is I don't know. I don't know anybody else that uh have done stuff like this. I've never heard of an app where you could get a, a therapist. Like I've never, I've never heard of any of that. So, so I think I don't want to say after because I don't know when they started it. But last year there were a few celebrities like G Herbo. Um, who else was it? It was some black actress. Um, I want to say Issa Rae, but they had they were doing programs where they were giving out free therapy as well. Um, it was probably, I'm, I'm not gonna put a time frame, I'm not gonna say it was after mine, but <laughs> at the time, I didn't know if anybody was doing it. Um, and so that was you know, one of the driving factors on why I should go ahead and get it out there. Do you believe like there is some people who are just beyond help or like mm. repair or do you think that everybody has the potential to you know fix whatever they have going that's a, on that's a good question i think the answer to that is both i think there are some people who are beyond repair but it's because they choose not to be mm -hmm. or choose they choose to be beyond repair mm -hmm. they you know they actively choose to be okay with being mentally unstable or, you know, dealing with what they deal with. Um, but I don't think anybody who actively wants, who really wants to change their life, um, cannot do it. It's possible. Would you, uh, and would you suggest like everybody to go, even if it's somebody that doesn't feel like they need it, would you still be like, you probably should go do it? If you feel like you need therapy, it's probably too late. Mm. That means you probably right. should have been going. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I would have spent that. But yeah, I, I recommend everybody go to therapy because even if you don't know you're dealing with certain stuff, you probably are. Um, and even if you even if your life is perfect, um a mental wellness check does not hurt you. Mm -hmm. That's that's a fact. Yeah, that's a that's that's just, real right there. Just like you take care of the physical, you got to take care of the mental. Right. You go to the gym, take care of some therapy. Mm -hmm. Damn. Y'all, y'all, man, man, this, I know for a fact this episode is going to help a lot of people because this, when they, especially when they hear from certain people, you know what I'm saying? They can hear somebody be that's on your level talking about mental health and going to therapy. Right. They can be like, damn, if he going, I shouldn't be ashamed to go. I can go too. You know what I'm saying? If, because some people, they might, you know what I'm saying? Some people, they will see you. And they would see, they would know where you at with business, wide financial, and they'd be thinking like, man, 
his life perfect. He ain't got no he ain't got no problems. Like, you know what I'm saying? I would do anything to be in position, not knowing that money don't separate you from real life problems and stuff that go right. on in real life for real. Man, I get a lot of messages to and to be in the realm of I want your life. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I promise you, I wouldn't I wouldn't wish this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this is not, I do not live an easy life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, a lot of it because of choices I made early on, but you learn from it and you build from it. Mm-hmm. You learn from it, you build from it. That's real right there. And I want to add, because uh, when we talked before, we talked a little bit, we talked a little bit about like how real estate and how like all your stuff would um, pretty much tie in because like like we said last time you have it on everything you do the, everything you do they they have something to do they all tie in with each other so I just want to talk about like how would this um like tie in with your other so if you're in a uh, a space mentally where you can't even help yourself um you're not going to be able to help other people so real like real estate for instance you're literally dealing with people who are in distress for the most part if you're an investor. Um, and you have to be able to help those people without crashing or, you know, taking on some of their problems to an extent. Right. Um, you can't learn how to comp- compartmentalize. If you can't learn how to be compassionate or empathetic um, towards what they're going on, you're not going to be a good investor. And that was something that I wanted to make sure that I, um, I, I spread or made people aware of who were looking to get into the real estate space. Like you can't, you, it's not just about having money, buying houses and keeping cash flow coming in. You have to, you know, you have to be situationally aware. You have to be compassionate. You have, there's a lot of mental stuff that go on with uh, real estate as well. Mm. And this is something that just popped up in my mind, but earlier you talked about just, um, like just knowing, like if people like want the best for you, and just pretty much being aware and watching your surroundings. So I want to ask you this because this is a, I feel like this is another important topic, like the, uh, the and the the word of the the topic of discernment, like how because I see a lot of people, and for the stuff I be seeing, I be like, man, like I feel in my opinion, I could be wrong, but from seeing and seeing how people move, I feel like most people don't have it. And when I talk to people, they say like, how can I? be more like discerning like what's your like how what would you say to that man uh <laughs> it's funny you bring it up i, I, I might have to tell you some stuff offline <laughs> um but <laughs> um my discernment hasn't been the best the, the busier i got i guess mm. um so I, I was actually thinking the other day like the it's not more money, more problems. It's more people involved in your business, more problems, to be mm. honest. Like this. That's a, that's a bar. <laughs> that's the yeah. fucking trick they don't tell you. Mm. Um, but I, I have a lot of, uh, my discernment is a lot better um, in my personal life than it is business. Um, I can tell for the most part when somebody's trying to play me in my personal life. Um, and it came from me being, I'm an observant person. Like anybody who's around me, no, I don't, I'm not the person to be like, if we're in a group gathering, I'm not the person that's going to be loud and talking and walking around. I'm going to be somewhere sitting down looking and trying to peep game and, you know, just trying to see who, who is who and who's doing what and how they, how they move. 
Um, and it came, my discernment came from that. Like I can read, I can read people really well. Um, the thing about business is you don't have to know them on a personal level for the most part. You right. should. That's the trick. You should. Anybody you hire to work for you or do anything for you, you should definitely get to know them on a personal level. Um, I know it's hard when you're growing, like right. let's say, so last year I had 67 employees. Um, it's kind of hard to get to know 67 people personally. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're, you know, starting out and you got five or six employees or contractors or whoever working for you, get to know them, um, talk to them about like what they got going on and how they feel about certain situations. Because I, I'm realizing a lot more now that because of my financial situation, a lot of people who fuck with me only fuck with me because of my pockets. Yep. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's been the case for a while, but it's getting more and more blatant. And, and instead of uh, job cut out now. Oh, then you can see us? Okay, no, you okay. just paused. Okay. <laughs> uh, but instead of like just snapping off on people, um, what I've been doing now is just, you know, hey, this isn't gonna work out. I'm gonna pay you for your job done and be done with it because I, I can't put, I don't care about the money, but it's the point that you're doing that. Like you're not, a, you're not, you're not being honest with yourself or me about um, your business acumen. And if you can't do that, then we should be doing business. Mm. You just, man, you just said a whole lot. And I think like you just said, that's something, you know, you always had to turn more money, more problems. But they, you will never hear why people say that. Like, what, what do you mean by that? And it, I think a big part of it is what you just said. Like, when you get some kind of success and money, it's people that want to be associated with you and use this for all the, the wrong reasons. It's for, like, some personal benefit stuff or they want to use you in some kind of way. Like, and I think people, like, man, this is, like, a really important topic. Because I'm even, even when we first moved to Dallas, I remember Josh came over. He was like, hey, man, he was like, you here? He was like, it's a lot of people that's going to want to, like, mess with y'all, want to get a part with what y'all doing, and they're going to have bad intentions. So I'm just telling you now just to be careful how you move, you know what I'm saying, be wise and stuff like that. And I, and I just took note. I'm like, yeah. And, but luckily for me, like, me and Deanna, we already, like, we I feel like we already have, like, a good level of discernment because we typically don't get involved with people that got, like, like, bad shit going on. We pretty much generally stay out the way and we like how you just mentioned earlier, we kind of, we like watchers of people. We really pay attention to what people do and stuff like that more than like what people actually say. So I think that's something that a lot of people, especially if you don't, even, and I just talked about this on Twitter the other day, like even if you don't have anything yet, there are people that will literally be around you and just because of what they think you'll become. So they'll attach themselves to you and, and be like, I know this person is going to be someone one day. I know he's going to blow up. Like, I know, man, I, <laughs> I was about to say something. I don't even know if I should say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I, was, I was about to say something. But I, I like, I'll put it like this. I heard, of a, I heard of a scenario where somebody was with somebody, but they didn't leave them because they knew they was going to be something one day. So and that was the shit when I when I heard of this, 
it was like, man, it like messed me up. It was like, bro, because this person has no clue. Right. Like this person has no clue. This person is only with them because they they want to leave them, but they they not leaving them because their they, potential. They, but they holding on for their potential. Like this is going to end terribly for this person. So when I when I when I heard that, I'm I'm I immediately thought to myself, like, man, I want to have how many other people out here in similar situations, and I feel like they could avoid it if they just have some level of discernment. Right. So yeah, that that whole topic it's it's a crazy topic for real. Yeah, discernment is is crazy because even it, I don't think it matters how much discernment you have, there's still a chance that you can play. Facts. If you if you have if you have a good heart, like yeah. a genuinely good heart, you, there's still a chance that you can play. Yep. Um, and I think that is a big part of why I get taken advantage of. Um, but I will say that's about to come to an end. <laughs> mm. uh, and so, yeah. Mm. What, what do you think is the like the solution today? Is it uh, minimizing access to you, or is this like something else? So, um, depending on what level you're at, I will say yeah, um, limiting access to you. I don't want to say limiting what you tell your friends, but know what. Look at watch how they react when you tell them things. Mm. Um, I have a person who who gives me compliments often, but most of the compliments are attached to something financial. So it's always something like, oh, B has a lot of money and he does this, or, you know, so B does this because he has a lot of money, or blah, blah, blah. Um, and I didn't pay attention to it until somebody, you know, brought it up to me. Uh, and I found out like that person was taking advantage of me. Uh, and so just paying attention to how they how they talk to you or talk about you, uh, they could really, you know, help you get rid of them earlier. Damn. Man, you gotta pay attention to the signs. Odds are it's a lot of telltale signs, but you overlook right. it thinking everybody thinks like you are, you know, that person wouldn't do that. Like, so you gotta just look at the situation objectively and be real with yourself. Like anybody would try you. Yeah. And that, I think that's why a lot of people become successful and they stay um, quiet about their success or anonymous about it. They don't like really discuss it and right. stuff like that. Like as the older I get, the more beneficial I, uh, the more the more I see why people do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's best so because pe when people know you have some kind of status or money, like you could you could just feel it. You know what I'm saying? You could just feel mm -hmm. like this person wants something from me. I don't know what it is. Right. But the trick is is it paranoia or is it really a thing? Is it, is it, that's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because that's it's easy. When that's you're successful, it's easy to say this person just want me or want to be around me because of my money. But sometimes it's not the case. That's so you got to figure true. out, like, am I being paranoid or is this person really doing this? Damn, that's a good point, bro. You're right. It could be paranoid. It very well could be paranoia, too. That comes with time. You got to... Right play out the situation, you know, just be observant, wait it out, see how it goes, see how they react in certain situations and at a certain point in time you will know. We talked about that on one of, uh, one of our support groups about how um, 
being paranoid when she's successful um, or, you know, the difference between being paranoid and letting people take advantage of you. And mm-hmm. one of the things that came up was definitely, like, you have to let it play out because one of the guys on there was saying, like, he he tests people often. And that's not a good a good thing to do because I feel like most of the people given the situation will take advantage of you. But if you don't give them the situation, they won't. If that makes sense. Get an opportunity. Right. Um, So testing people, you might might get the answer that you were looking for, but it might be only because you gave them the opportunity. Mm. That's real. But do you think, because I know some people, they'll say, uh, because I was watching, I was watching a video. The guy was talking about how he stays paranoid, like because he's I forgot who it was. And I'm like, that's an interesting perspective. Like, so do you think it's it's a that could be beneficial as well? Like, remain at some level of paranoia while you have a, some success. Um, I think there's something that helps the paranoia. Yes, um, I would say. As long as it's not to a point where you feel like everybody around yeah, right. you is trying to take advantage of you, <laughs> right. you'll be fine. Um, else there is a healthy paranoia. Okay. Yes. Because that's, 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 man, this is, um, yeah, this is a, this is a real crazy topic because this is something that is really, like, discernment is something that's not taught in schools. It's not, right. in most households, this is something not taught. So it's like either you blessed enough to actually, pay attention to things naturally or you learn the hard way. Or you learn the hard way. And in most cases, people generally generally they learn the hard way. Mm-hmm. And, and that and that affects their movements for like out the rest of their life. What you was gonna say right. No, I was gonna throw in there like I will also say just paying attention to like how a lot of people move on social media these days and Twitter. It's like we all kind of, I see a lot of people kind of letting their guard down because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, this person's doing X, Y, and Z, and we could connect and do this or there. But it's like, in reality, you don't know that person for real. <laughs> you don't actually know what they're doing. All you know is what they're presenting you on the screen. That's so it's facts. like, you have to be cautious of that as well. You can't just be laying your guard down because of perception and just because this person may seem to be doing great things and you know it could be some type of benefit for you hey that's that's a whole nother uh that's a whole nother conversation in itself right man social media is (laughs) it's wild the people yeah it's it's a a wild place especially especially today what's going on with it there it's it's Man, some people they 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 let they let it go. All they let all the info go out on there with people they just they just met or people they never met. You know what I'm saying? Right. They just cool with through social media. They feel like I know this person, like how D was saying. And that's thing you know, you caught up in a bond or some BS going on. But that's I don't know, man. It's it's it's. I feel like people when you grow up in certain environments where you've seen people like get taken advantage of, whether they get robbed or set up and stuff like that. I think you naturally start to be more cautious mm-hmm. when you deal with people because you never really know. But some people, right. they're they, they uh, they're naive to those situations. So it shows. Yeah. I think, um, and I can actually pinpoint where I was like, you know what? A lot of people really ain't shit. Um, <laughs> so this is winded. <laughs> <laughs> trail. This had to be like 2008, 2007. 
uh, my homeboy was dating this girl or whatever, and he was a dope boy. So, you know, they would go to hotels or whatever. Right. And she set him up. Like, they went to the hotel one night. She had three niggas coming there, robbed them, killed them. She ended up going to jail for it, but that was like, and he was head over heels with this girl. And like, that was the point where I was like, you know what? People really ain't shit. Like, I don't mm-hmm. do something like that for somebody who, who loves the hell out of you. Man, that's crazy. And that happens, that happens a lot too. It does. That stuff like that happened a whole lot. I feel like, especially these days with with the shit that goes on in social media, bringing out the, I don't want to say the worst of people, but bring out the, I don't know. It's like people have a, uh, it, it's, it's, it's a very weird dynamic these days with social media and like attention and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that, that stuff, that stuff happens. That stuff happened a whole lot where guys can set up, even women, women get set up too. Yep. So you just, at the end of the day, I feel like you just got to, um, like I said, you got to just know what you're doing. Watch your surroundings. Be cautious. Don't be, you know, especially when you have some like, like you know, a person like you be. It would be very, very uh, unintelligent of you to just be moving around any old kind of way. You sure. know what I'm saying? Just going to any old city, hanging out in any old area, any old blocks, mm-hmm. any old clubs and bars. That wouldn't be the wisest thing for you to do. I feel like mm-hmm. as you as you like begin to level up. It's a certain kind of responsibility in the in the way you move. It has to get better too. Yeah, I've learned that a lot more recently. Where like if I'm going, if I'm in a city, I probably won't even say I'm there now. Mm. Uh, like you probably won't know I'm there until I'm about to leave, or I post a picture after I left for them. Right. Um, mostly because one time I was in Nashville and I was on a date. And I, we were leaving the uh, restaurant or whatever, and this guy, I guess he was trying to get my attention because uh, he knew me from social media or whatever. And he grabbed the girl I was with on. Um, and I didn't notice it because I think I was on her, I was on her left side and I had her right hand, but he, I guess he just pulled it slightly enough to not, for me not to feel it. And she didn't say nothing because she know how violent I am or whatever. Um, <laughs> but she waited until we got out. I was like, yeah, somebody pulled my arm trying to get your attention. And the first thing I said was, why you can't tell me? Let me right. go back in here. But uh, this one, after that, I was like, nah, I just, I got to chill out. Like, I can't, I can't be everywhere. Uh, especially in cities where I feel like a lot of people might know me. So if I'm in Atlanta, I'm in my hotel the whole time. I'm like, I'm not telling people what hotel I'm at or right. I stay in. I usually stay in. There's one hotel I usually stay in. Uh, I'm not telling people what hotel I'm at. I'm not meeting up with nobody unless um, the only person I meet up with in Atlanta is if Bees is down there or Tara. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I'm not meeting up with nobody down there. Same thing if I'm in Houston, only may do probably don't know. Um, if I'm in Dallas, if I ever get back down in Dallas, <laughs> <laughs> y'all would know in Josh uh, and Tate, like, that's about it. I'm not, I, I can't put myself in a position, especially now, where somebody could do something to me. Yeah. And like, what did that, that guy, what did he even want? Did you, do you know? I have no idea. I didn't find him. Wow. I, I wanted to 
fake dude life though. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's wild. That's wild though. Like putting somebody on. Like, yeah, you don't. You, you don't yeah. do that. Yeah, like what? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm you at. Could I'm hit like, me up on social media and be like, "Hey, I just seen you." I just seen. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's weird, man. That's, that goes to show you though, man. Like when people feel like, "Oh man, that's." Cause you might, cause you might, you might not think like, you might not think you a big deal or whatever, just because you feel you still feel like your old self. Right. Like people, when people know you have a certain a status, they don't see you as that. They see you as, oh shit, that's B. Let me, you know, say I might not never see him again. Let me, I wanna, I wanna ask him a real estate question. I wanna ask him a business question. Can he help me with this? Well, and they fucking lose their minds clearly and do some crazy shit, which is. I don't know, man. People, yeah, yeah that's a, that's a, that's a strange now, word. It's funny because, like, I can go. I realize, like, I can go back to my old hood and chill on the block all day and be fine. Mm-hmm. I could not go in public for nothing in the world without seeing somebody <laughs> or somebody seeing me and be like, "Let's let me ask you a question or yeah. invest in this or something." <laughs> Oh no, nah, not the investing. Oh, not the investing is. Oh, Boy, man. I get so many pictures, it don't make no sense. Oh look, I, I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Yeah, I, I remember you had a story. What's the one? Somebody oh, you was you was somewhere. Was you, I think he was in Houston, and somebody said that. Oh, that. <laughs> man, bro, that's it. I'm like, bro, what? I, so I, when that happened, I'm like, man, I can only imagine how people like B, Josh feel because that shit, like, when you out trying to have a good time, you ain't trying, right. to, you ain't trying to hear no, hey, let me uh pitch this to you real quick. You just want to chill, kick it. Like, come on, bro. I got a drink in my hand. I'm not like, I really not in the mood for that right now. But like, speaking on that though, so like, when somebody, let's say somebody do come to pitch to you. Like, what's the things that you're looking for? You be like, oh, man, I'm sold. I'm all in on this. Um, Believe it or not, it's documentation. If That's important. Got, That's important. Look, it is amazing how many people have businesses and don't have business insurance. We were just or talking about this yesterday. They have, <laughs> they have five, ten employees, and their employees doing like physical work and they, they don't have workman's comp or um, like if they're pitching to an investor, they don't have a pitch deck, they don't have financials, they don't have like taxes, tax returns, or um, they don't even have themselves on payroll. They just pay themselves out their business, which is a horrible idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so stuff like that. And then uh, mostly after that is what is what is your company doing? How's it innovative? Um, how are you changing not the world, but changing the way because you're not gonna do nothing new. There's nothing new under the sun. How are you gonna di- differentiate yourself? Um, actually, I I offered to mentor this guy who has a, a lawn care service simply because he had business insurance. And he was like 19. So I was like, if you if, man, there's so many people who don't have business insurance. And I was like, if you were smart enough to go get your licenses and all the stuff that you had to do to have a long care service, uh, especially like getting contracts with the city or whatever, and you got business insurance, you're ready to scale, you're ready to grow. Um, 
And then, you know, that caught me, caught my eye. And I was like, okay, whatever you want to do, just do it. Mm, so, and it, so like, yes, like I just said yesterday, me and Deanna, we were just having a conversation about business insurance. And some people, they might be listening to this. And this, who knows, this could be their first time even hearing about business insurance. So for the person that doesn't know, like, why is business insurance important for somebody have, for someone to have for their business? Um, same reason your health insurance is important. Life insurance. <laughs> like, if you don't want to, if you want, if your business takes a hit, you don't want it to die. Or you don't want it to, you know, you don't want to have to come out of pocket trying to revive it or whatever. Um, business insurance helps you cover. So depending on your business, they have to cover any losses or um, accidental deaths or whatever, uh, whatever your business is. Uh, I will say for a lot of financial uh, businesses, it's a lot harder to get real estate, I mean, business insurance, specifically real estate, um, but it's possible. Uh, but yeah, if you if you want for the smallest reason somebody decides to sue you and you want to be able to call your insurance people, file this claim, and be okay. Hmm. That's, yeah, that's... That's major right there. I hope I hope people paying attention. And this, uh, I got a question for you. And this, this kind of like, um, this just a random question I just thought of. So, like, um, what do you think? And this is a real estate question. What do you think is going to happen with the real estate market this year? Um, look like prices are still going to go up a little bit. There's a uh, high demand right now. There's a lot of people trying to still buy houses, even with like the interest rate going up. Um, I think a push for ownership and um, especially with Joe Biden's, uh, um, his, the, whatever he did for the housing, like the $15,000 tax credit or whatever, uh-huh. um, they are incentivizing buying houses. And I believe it's because of what's going on with Fannie Mae and Sally. I mean, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Um, <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not, I can't say that for sure. Okay. Um, but they, are, they, they really want people to buy houses right now. So I think that their demand is going to keep prices uh, fairly high. I'm like, I'm in where I'm at right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Like I've seen houses sitting on the market eight hours and getting forty, fifty thousand dollars over asking price. This whole demand, the demand is crazy. Yeah, it's, it's still crazy. And uh, a, a, a final topic I have for you, and we kind of talked about this before we started the show, is like you transitioning from uh, real estate to business equity. And I was gonna ask like, uh, why? Like why? And I feel like. Cause I remember when we when we uh like when we first got into what you Brandon, you was on uh wholesale, and then you became mm-hmm. you got to, then you got to uh I think was it stocks after that or was it just like buying real estate I can't remember buying real estate it was buying real estate I was doing stocks a little bit before okay. I started okay. wholesaling okay so it was wholesaling and then it was buying and now you're making another transition so and that's like to me that's super dope man because I, I I think. Like once you conquer something, especially on the levels you're doing, I feel like you should go on to like new things and new challenges. So I just want to ask you, like, why is you trans? Why are you transitioning again? So for me, it wasn't even about the challenge. 
it was more so about my position. I'm not in a position where I'm trying to build wealth anymore. I'm in a position where I'm trying to keep it. Um, Real estate is is a good avenue um, for that as well. But I've found that private equity is a lot less stress, Um, even though, you know, they fluctuate um, a lot more than real estate. It's it's better for my investing style at this point. Damn, that's a bar right there. He said, said, I ain't trying to deal with no more. I'm trying to keep it. That's a man. That's that's real right the there. Self-awareness. Yeah, it is. That, that, man, that. I tell people all the time, self-awareness will take you to the moment every time. Sorry. Wow, that's for real. That's and that's and how a little how long did it take you to, to become like in your opinion self-aware though? Um, I've always been pretty self-aware. Um, but I will say after I read principles. <laughs> I'm not sorry, Principles took it to a whole, a whole new level. Mm. And see, and you mentioned you you mentioned uh, the power of habit. You mentioned principles. So let me ask you this: What's your top? What's your top three or top five books that you a fan of? My top five: Power of Habit, um, Smarter, Faster, Better, who was also by Charles Dewey. Uh, principles by Ray Dalio. Start with Why by uh, Simon Sinek, and the one thing, um, I think it's Gary Keller. Gary Keller, the one thing. Mm, so yeah. Or Jeb Blunt, one of them. Yeah, that's that's a hard book. So yeah, y'all paying attention. Add you know, that's, that's your book list. Y'all better add that's your book list. Go call because you know people always. I'm pretty sure you always get DMs. Hey, bro, what's what's some books you read? People love asking. People love asking that question. So when yeah when um I think in like 2018 2019. I dropped a PDF of like maybe 92 books and people started asking like, which one was your favorite? Which one? <laughs> like, which one did you like the most? And then um, I wrote a blog about, a uh, blog review about one of the books that I was reading and made a couple of Twitter threads. And so now I do get a lot of like, what books did you read to mm-hmm. change your life? Or, <laughs> or what real estate books? Like, I've never read a real estate book. Uh, wow. Like, I, well, no, I think the big, I read the, the uh, millionaire investor, whatever it's called. Um, I read like half of it. But other than that, I've never read a real estate book. I've never read a book on stocks. I've never read a book on private equity. Wait, 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 wait. So, hold on, hold on. So, what's your way of like learning? Is mindset. It taking action? Change your mindset. You can change, you can do anything you want to do. Okay. Mm-hmm. But how, but how, Okay, but how do you like learn? Is you just just going experience. in, and just experience, or is it just yeah, experience, okay? Experience yeah, best okay, teacher. best teacher. Okay, cool. I, cool. I, I, I watched a couple of YouTube videos. Um, right. I, I've never watched a YouTube video on stocks in my life. I never will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've watched a couple of YouTube. I watched Flipman when I learned how to wholesale. I've never watched videos on any kind of creative financing. Um, buying rentals, um, none of the other stuff. Like once I learned wholesaling, wholesaling was the groundwork for everything else. Once I conquered that, everything else was kind of, kind of natural. Mm-hmm. And that like, that's dope. And I think that might sound crazy to people, but at the same time, cause you got people that they'll read all the books. They'll watch all the videos. 
And then they, they might, get, <laughs> then they get analysis paralysis. Right, and they don't do they nothing. Never do nothing. Because they, 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 they know everything and it's stopping them from taking action because they feel like, oh, man, said, I read one time in this book that this happened from this person, right. blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, so that's that's very interesting that, that that goes to show you that you don't need to read all these damn books and all this other shit to take action. Just do it, man. Like, nope. I read a lot of, like, change your mindset books. Um, I think the reason why, I'm, well, aside from, like, y'all being who y'all are, the name of y'all podcast is Why Keep Coming Back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Deanna because Deanna came up with the name. I'm I'm one of those people like I would I would quickly tell you that your mindset doesn't matter as much as putting the work in. Mm-hmm. But if you're self aware, um, you can fix those little those little kinks in your armor, mm-hmm. so to say, um, as far as like your mindset to and put the work in. Mm, yeah, because nothing gonna beat the work, no matter how much you learn. Hey, that's mm-hmm. a fact. That's a fact right there. Yeah, that's a fact. You gotta work and you but if it's like like you kind of said like in the beginning though, like if you ain't got the right mentality towards it, you might not even do the work anyway. Cause you might right. be thinking like, oh I can't do that. That's impossible. Oh, that's hard. Or I remember coming up a lot of a common thing that people would say is like, oh, you talk about investing or something. Oh, that's that's for white people. That's for old white people. I remember I used to hear that a lot coming Man. up. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? So I know I know a whole bunch of people that never invested just because they thought like their mentality was like fucked up when it mm-hmm. came to it. So it's like before, before acorns, I thought investing in the stock market was for all white people. See? See? You ain't the only one. You wasn't the only one. I know. I thought you had to work on Wall Street trade stocks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Huh? It's it's crazy. Like, wait, like, I don't even know where most people even get that mentality from, but a lot of people think that. TV, movies. Yeah, movies, yeah. stuff like that. So that's, that's man, the, the, the mindset is, it's a, um, you got to, you got to get this. You gotta get that shit right first, cause that's right. gonna be your first. yeah. You, you you get that right, and then cause the challenges gonna come. But if you got the right mentality with things and all that, you are gonna take action. Then when challenges come, you are gonna be able to not quit. Cause most people they quit too. That's another problem they have. When a problem come, they gonna mm-hmm. give up on it. They are not gonna be consistent. All that still come down to just how you th- how you think about things. So yeah, man, consistency is a whole. That's a big thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a huge thing, man. That's huge, and uh, damn, man, well, I knew I, I knew we've been going for <laughs> for this long. I just looked at my clock, man. But yes, before was there anything else you want to uh go over that we didn't get a chance to go over that we might have skipped on? Um, not that I could think of. Y'all got anything else? Yeah. Y'all want to talk about? I'm, uh, I ain't got nothing else to do right now. Okay, because. I want, I want to act, I want to just go back to military for a second. So for the um, because we know the app's not out yet, but for the people, because I know it's gonna be a lot of people that listen to this and they're gonna wanna sign up and get involved. Like what's the steps they can take to immediately uh get involved? Um so military, the real estate uh portion of it is live. You can go to military.com, sign up. Uh it's $25 a month. Um, and I promise you it's well worth it. Um, or I give your money back. I, I'm not, you know, if you feel like it's not worth it, I give you $25 back. It's not a big deal. Um, 
Yeah, military.com. Mm-hmm. Military Therapy, you can go to militarytherapy.com. Right now it's the email list. You can sign up. Um, I send out emails every week and we do um, three support groups every week. And I give away uh, therapy sessions once a month um, until like the app is built out and I just switch platforms. Okay. Okay. What, what uh, is you, uh, and this this is like a uh, funny question, but when are you going to drop the Discord? <laughs> so, actually, <laughs> I'm not dropping the Star Rocket Discord. Oh, uh, 200k.com, 200, yeah. 200-k.com. It is a social media group for entrepreneurs. Uh, me and my guy, Josh G. Shields, are launching it um, soon. We actually had a call about that tomorrow morning. Uh, we're dropping this soon. Anything that I know about stock market, the stock market would be on there. Um, so if you if you if you are, um, I don't know what a word to use, but if you think of me as a stock person or look for my non-financial advice, <laughs> uh, you can find me on 200K when it's open. Um, and I'd be on there a lot of military because I would not be on Twitter uh, often at all anymore. Oh man, for real? Yeah, I'm about done with Twitter. <laughs> yeah. It's the end of the road. <laughs> so is you, you you taking a break or you mean like for good? Nah, I might be off for good. Like oh, man. between 200 k military and mm-hmm. everything I got going on in real life, I'm done. Oh man. You gonna be, you gonna you you for sure gonna be well missed on there. People gonna be definitely looking for you. Like, damn, what happened to B? Where B at? So that's. I appreciate it. I'm yeah. I'm not even gonna tell nobody just when I'm done. Patient gone. You just come on the podcast. It's all right. We went right. You gonna make an appearance? You already know. You let me know. We can uh, we we definitely make it happen because people people like I said people love to uh to hear from you the stuff you got going on i think your experience it's a, it's it's helpful to a lot of people man to see where you kind of from see what you did in the stock market what you did with other businesses real estate it's extremely and now with military helping people with their mental health that's extremely inspiring so man you already know you i appreciate y'all for always having me on <laughs> no nah, man you can come on anytime man you were you were like i told you before you a fan favorite every time you come on the people they definitely uh they tap in, they definitely pay attention and take heed to all the stuff you got you got going on. They be like, I'll be getting, I'll be getting hella, <laughs> bro, I'll be getting hella like messages and stuff like, man, bro, that's crazy. I ain't know what he did. He made this. I'm like, man, it, it, it's real out here, man. You can, you, you can definitely do it. He'll live an example. He just, he's showing you right, right now. You only 30 years old. Yeah. If you want me on your podcast, it's fifteen hundred. <laughs> and you got to get approved through us first. And you got to get approved. <laughs> hey, I was, I was talking. I I ain't even gonna I ain't even gonna say the person name because I don't know if they want me to say it. But I just I just say what they told me. They came on here, and somebody reached out to them and said they wanted them to come on their show, and they offered them forty thousand. Damn. Yeah. He t- and he told them no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I think I feel like if if you're paying somebody to be on your podcast, it's probably gonna feel forced. Yeah, like yeah, that's, that's the reason why I like y'all. Like we, you know, we had these conversations online all the time, yeah. So it, coming on here is just a normal, another 
you know, a day. We just get to see each other's faces. Yep. And Deanna get to join in. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. She just, she just, right. Invite me to the convo. <laughs> right. Now, that's where we do have these conversations. Uh, yeah, we do have these conversations often. So it, it's dope that people could actually hear it and that's publicize it because. Like the conversations we had privately, I know they'll be beneficial to a lot of people. So that's why I like when we have you on, people like you, and we having these conversations, man. Like, and, and they and they get to see it because I, like, even like uh, breaking up the stock market, man. Like people like you and Josh, I be thinking, I be I be killing it with my little one one k, five k, ten k days. Now I see y'all shit, I be like. God, God damn, man. You also seen it, you seen it downside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're, that's, hey, that's a good point. It's perspective. That's that's a good perspective right there, man. But yeah, man, we we gonna we're not gonna uh, go on for too much longer. Once again, bro, I just wanna say me and Deanna, we you already know how much we appreciate you. Pre- appreciate appreciate you. Appreciate. All right, I can use that word. <laughs> appreciate. And you know how uh Anytime you want to come on, anytime you need us, you already know we just a phone call away. And for the people that want to uh, tap in with you for everything you want to have going on, where can they uh, follow you, contact you, all that good stuff? Yeah. Uh, first, I just want to say I appreciate y'all too. Thank you, bro. Uh, once I get everything settled, Deanna, I promise we're going to talk about this uh, <laughs> charity. <laughs> I, I, got, I got a lot on my plate right now. I got to take care of first. Um, but, um, Contact me. Um, I'm still on Twitter as of right now. Um, B underscore reinvest. Um, same thing on Instagram, B underscore reinvest. The website, um, I got blogs, I got podcasts, interviews I've done. Um, I got some merchandise, got a couple of ebooks, all this on vbjones.com, T H E B J O N E S dot com. Um, military. It's a real estate. It's kind of like a Discord. It's a community um, where I provide uh, resources, information. Other people get on and provide resources, information. Um, there is a chat feature where you can message people by yourself. Um, but that is military.com, B I L L I T A R Y.com. Um, and then military therapy, which is my free mental health initiative where we give support groups every week and once a month I give people four free therapy sessions um, with the therapist that they're choosing and if you want to choose more than one therapist to test the waters out by all means um, and that is militarytherapy.com mm. and this something this is this uh random but bro you know what you should do you should write a book what you think oh, about that, oh, I do got a book coming out. Okay, yeah, you should write like a, a autobiography. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not an autobiography. Oh, okay. Uh, I got a book called The Psychology of Stock Investing coming out. Mm, okay, man, you, bro, you should, bro, you should do an autobiography, bro. You yeah, could do this one. You could, you're right. You could do one. You, you could do thirty right now. You could do one. It right ain't now. finished. My story not finished. You could do another one. You could do a part two. Forty five. <laughs> you like forty five. Make it a, part two. a series. Yeah, make it like a series, man. Because you, man, you ex- you experience you experience a lot of stuff. So, man, that'd be that would be dope. That just that just randomly came across my mind. I know a lot of people would want that if you dropped that. They would definitely like it. You should, yeah, that man, that'd be. <laughs> that 
That'll be a that'll be a NYT New York Times bestseller right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be fire, man. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. That's uh once again, bro. Like I said, appreciate you again, man. And uh, that's all we got for you. And then wrapping up, I just want to say for those of y'all that's listening to this and y'all may be thinking about going to therapy or you, you might need it or you might be looking for a therapy, please tap into military therapy. They gonna they gonna uh help you help you in your situation, please. So once again, please please tap in with them. And to wrap it up, for those who don't know, y'all can find me on Instagram, Twitter at Xavier C. Miller. And D, what's your info? You can find me on Instagram at Deanna Kent, Twitter Deanna S. Kent, and make sure you subscribe to the Lessons in Life and Luxury YouTube channel. Yep, yep. I will. I got one more thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. The first 10 people to DM me on Instagram, I will give you the beta out for military therapy so you can go ahead and check that oh snap yeah okay. i'm gonna send it to y'all too like bet i'm gonna uh i'm a i'm gonna um edit this and make sure i put that in the beginning so they can hear that okay yeah, yeah you know people cut it off and do right, right. People, people, <laughs> they're, they're, they're doing the outro, like, oh, it's the end and, and turn it off so i'm gonna make sure i put that edit and put that in the beginning but that's all we got for y'all make appreciate y'all for tuning into another episode of man and mindsets podcast see you guys next episode Peace. Hey, turn me up some. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier gon' talk about it No Deanna, speak that shit that everybody voucher Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant I study millionaires cause I was born a visionary You still believe in limitations, why you acting scary? You can't distract me from the paper I've been Chase of greatness. I'm stacking now and balling later. In the conversation, we strategizing, monetizing, piling up investments, and sacrificing temporary sh- for bigger blessings. Yeah, a tapped in boss mind state. I multiply my grind rate and I match the way I vibrate. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid. Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit. Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it. No Deanna speak that sh- that everybody voucher Ain't no more excuses valid Get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant